Campbell Construction Co. They care. QBCC 1210678. Mix FM's NRL footy tips with Billy Moore. We've got so much to get through. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's get started. Should we? We'll start with lockdown. So, yes. what's going to happen to Origin? We know oh. that the storm's going to stay on the Sunshine Coast now yes. for the remainder of the season, which is great stuff. Great. Well, look, we saw how good they were last year. Great for the community. I did actually did a lunch at the Alex Sir Club with uh, with Craig Bellamy, and I had the pleasure of interviewing a young Harry Grant. Oh, beautiful man. Uh, up-and-coming superstar. He was brilliant on stage, so genuinely, from central Queensland, but he came to the central co- sorry, Sunshine Coast many years ago, did his apprenticeship, oh. electrician apprenticeship, only got halfway through it and rose into the obviously the big leagues and hasn't come back to it. 18 months of that apprenticeship. But race. he's <laughs> what, might not make Origin, might he? Because he's, he got a sore knee. Yeah, well, there's a question mark around him and also Cameron Munster. So, look... Uh, both superstars, and we need them both because uh, Queensland numbers are a little bit light on. But let's talk about Origin itself. We were so fortunate last year, Origin, if you remember, went to Adelaide. And two weeks after that, they had uh, a scare down there and they locked down South Australia. So rugby league got in and out really quickly. Unfortunately, things haven't worked out quite as well this year because we're going to Melbourne in a couple of weeks. And if this Melbourne flare-up continues, um, well, we'll see what happens with the AFL because they're, they're very pragmatic. Uh, they're having cr- crowds this weekend. But they've uh, they're in lockdown. All the players uh, for seven days. So if they can contain it, this thing might drift off into the, into the yeah, sunset. Sure, sure. But if and it we'll doesn't, yeah. um, moving it will be very very difficult because of the, the ticket sales. Uh, but obviously for them, the show must roll on. If they have to move it, I suppose they will. Yeah. yeah well, um, Queensland's ready to take that game on. And... Surprise, surprise! <laughs> we will put a hand up. We, we'd hate to have two games here. Yeah. Uh, we might even, we might even move one to Townsville. Hey. Eh? <laughs> Hey, um, head highs. Yes. Uh, so last week, um, the game between the Broncos and the Roosters, a lot of controversy mm. about how soft the calls were on head mm. highs. What did you think? The, it is what it is. Uh, the neck and head is sacrosanct. Uh, the players have to adapt. The fans have to adjust to it. Um, the, the, the ref has no choice from here. Oh, the referee is back to the court. I feel for the referee. Their job's incredibly hard at the best of circumstances. But take this fact. There's two teams that have had no one sin-binned reported or sent off since it started two weeks ago, and that is Penrith, and that is Melbourne. Who's first and second on the table? Yeah. Yeah, okay. They actually have their ship all sorted, and the, Craig Bellamy had a lunch that I was at on Tuesday, said, look, we haven't really changed our style. We've just said to the players, they've got the rest of their shop in order, and they're focusing on, let's get these little one percenters right, because the game is evolving, we must be pragmatic and evolve with it. If you put your stake, stake in the sand and fly your flag and say, we're not changing, you can't force the change, well, you will be forced because you'll lose players. And, and you'll end up on the bottom of the ladder. And the great Victor Radley, who I love, he got reported four times and Sinbin twice in a game. Now, I love Victor Radley. And I, I, I said last night uh, that I think that Victor Radley needs to be pragmatic with his style because I love watching him play. Needs to but change. he must change. Because if he doesn't change, the rules aren't going to go away. Yeah. You can't sweep the under the carpet. And, and we're all about... Um, the, the welfare of the player. So that the player carrying the ball, he has to be protected. Yeah. Now, there's certain circumstances where the player carrying the ball ducks into a tackle. That, that They're mitigating circumstances. But ultimately, the onus is on the defender and where I tackle you. And yeah. tell me, Billy, can you honestly say that a player accidentally goes head high? Like, I mean, sure, a player can duck and, and end up mm. in the wrong position. But can you honestly say that a player... Out of all the tackles they've had, they don't know they're going high. 
they do know they're going high and they're going to a risky zone. Yeah. There's a band where you go, it, yeah. look, uh, this is now frauding with danger, and, but, but I'm going into intimidate. And as professional players, surely yeah. that's time for them to just say, okay, stay out of the down. risky zone, and you've yeah. just said it. Penrith and, and Storm mm. can do it. I, I hate to wind the clock back to when I play, because I always say that's when Jesus was a boy, but we didn't have hardly any head eyes because we tackled at a different level. Um, and oh. I, I think that's what they're trying to create because w- when we played, we had a lot more lower tackles and re- reward was there. If you did a low tackle, the, the, the play of the ball was a little bit slower, um, but, but there wasn't as many head eyes. And what you actually did encourage was was the ball, the guy running the ball would play in and through the defensive line so much more. Only the greats the last two decades have done that, a.k.a. Jonathan Thurston. Because there's so many high shots and this grappling and tackling going on, the ball runner usually gives the ball before the line. What will happen is players will play deeper into the line and they'll play through the line, which is a beautiful thing to watch. It's a dying art that, that, that really has phased out. That'll come back because what will happen is the coaches will realise the opportunity now is not to play before, but in and through. But will it crush origin, this crackdown on head highs? No one knows. No one knows. And that's probably my biggest fear. But ultimately, the players must realise that the, the rules can't change because if they if they decide to go, we're going to have one set of rules here and another set for this game because it's such a marketable uh, beast origin, then all, all of a sudden the confidence and mm, integrity absolutely. will be eroded. And really, I, I've used the word confidence so many times in describing this. It's all about confidence. Everyone's going to know, this is the way the world is now. Okay, let's move forward. Move forward but yeah. if it gets shaky and grey, it's only going to collapse even more. Yeah. And, yeah. and heads ultimate. are either sacrosanct or they're not. We care about heads or we don't. 100%. Because in the end, this is what it smells like, is they've got wind at head office. There could be liability for those that don't take action down the track. Not now, but it will come on. And, 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 you know, we all seen the head injuries that are coming out of uh, the American football leagues as well. But in addition to that, kids playing. You've said it yourself many times. They see something on telly on a Sunday and And bang, it's back on the paddock uh, within a week. So parents don't want that. And that'll kill the game if they don't let kids play. For all the parents out there with kids, Rugby League is very conscious on making a product as safe as it can. For all those out there, and I know they are, that believe our game is getting soft. It is not soft. Go and have a game. You try and play at the speed yeah, they play. That's right. The yeah, collisions. Yeah. Are, so don't think the game's getting soft. So you oh, can, you some can, of the collisions in that Broncos-Roosters game last week, you could hear them in Queensland. Uh, <laughs> what about that game? Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about that. That's right. the best the they've played. That's the best they've yeah, played in a, a yeah. year and a half. The Broncos yeah. did show a bit of their former glory there. Uh, they beat the Roosters quite convincingly. This week, though, they take on the Storm. Well, this is the barometer. And, and what has been the Achilles heel of the Broncos is their ability to be consistent. Yes. Um, uh, just just within the game itself. We should mention too, it is the Indigenous yes. rounds. And oh, look, I'm sorry, I don't know these names better, the Indigenous names better. I should and I don't, so I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying. You're welcome to, Caroline. Uh, but yeah, Broncos taking on the Storm uh, at Suncourt Stadium. Surely the Storm will win that. Yes, they are favourites in this match. I've got a smell that there could be an upset on the way here okay. because the way they played. I've never seen them. Yep. Uh, the last time they played that well was round two, 2020. Wow. Uh, so I, I'll be very interested if they can play 20 minutes to start the match with against Storm. They're going to be in the hunt because the Storm are down on trips massively. So I'm going to go a little bit of an upset. Bronx to win that one. Wow. wow. Okay. Uh, Cowboys intense taken on the Warriors in ninth. Cowboys will be very hard to beat at home. And and turn the corner. They've won five of the last seven. Looking really good. The Warriors have a, a great little Queensland product that's going on there called Reese Walsh. 
So he's going to score a try this weekend. He was unbelievable last week. 18-year-old kid. The Broncos lost him uh, at the start of this season. So Cowboys to go uh, back-to-back. Uh, West Tigers taking on the Dragons. The Dragons are in seventh. They're looking good. Yeah, they are. Last week they got pipped by one point against their arch enemy, the Cronulla Sharks. So the Dragons will bounce back in that one. Uh, the Penny Panthers taking on the Bulldogs. Oh, oh they are going to cut them deep. They're paying a dollar and one cent. <laughs> So if you've got, if you've got a million risk it on, I think, what does that mean you make a thousand? Yeah. yeah Good yeah. luck. So there you go. There's the Penny Panthers on that one. The Bunnies in fourth, taking on the Eels in third. Both got uh, towed up last weekend. Yeah. Uh, so this is bounce back baby. Which one? Mm-hmm. Eels. Be? Eels. 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 Roosters were uh, stung by the Broncos last week, taking on the Raiders at Gosford. Raiders are in complete meltdown. Uh, they've just released their English halfback, George Williams. He's asked four times for release. They gave it to him 24 hours ago. Uh, Ricky's partly lost the dressing room there. Yeah, Round yeah. four, they were going to be my grand finalists. Uh, now I can't even see him making the top eight. Roosters to bounce back with a win in that one. Uh, Sharkies taking on the Titans. I reckon the Titans will do the Sharkies. I've got a Queensland trifecta. Hello. Yeah. That's what I've done this weekend. Okay. I haven't done that for over a year. So, oh, who knows, <laughs> as he crosses himself. <laughs> Titans uh, to beat the Sharkies. And uh, the Knights taking on the Seagulls at home in Newcastle. I tipped the Eels, if you remember, last week. Sorry, I tipped the Seagulls last week to beat the Eels, which, you know, uh, my whole family rang me and said, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I've got them to win this one. They are on fire. Tom Travojevic is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, look, uh, to all the Seagull fans out there, they were not sighted for a month to start this season. I reckon they had their little jerseys tucked away in the back of the cupboard. Well, they're out. They're wearing them now. They're wearing them <laughs> proudly. Typical manly. But they'll win this weekend.